Hello and welcome to episode 95 of Unqualified Game Chat. I am your host, Azara Lopez, and with me today is the Christmas angel himself, Spencer, the legacy. Hi, everybody. It's been a while. It's been like three weeks, and but there's a few things that we need to address before mm -hmm. going in on the show. One, Noisy Pixel got a redesign. Mm -hmm. Facelift. It mm -hmm. broke for like a week. Yep. <laughs> it but, it's was, but it's but three, it's fixed now, and we can now reconvene to talk about 2023. Hell yeah. Meet in 2024. Talk about 2023. Because we're in the new year. By the it way. was a it was a fascinating year, I will say. It felt like um, three years. It was a, it was a long one. <laughs> so a, a lot happened, and yeah. uh, we saw a lot of significant growth with with our show here and with everything we do in our daily careers. So I'm happy you and I are are safe, and six and 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 our careers are are thriving mm -hmm. uh, because it wasn't the case for the entire game industry. Yeah, uh, there was a lot of layoffs. Um, yeah. It sucks. Mm -hmm. it, it really sucks. Uh, you know, I had this idea that will never work because of egos. But yeah. if you know about like all the little sites, the little GameCouch.coms around the world. Um, I love that GameCouch will always, <laughs> always exist. You yeah. have... Whenever you go to them, you have one to two writers on there that clearly are writing all the content. All of it. Yeah. All of it. Okay. All been there. Now, any look at any site. Look at your Siliconera. Look at your uh Gamatsu is clearly run by one person. Um, but look at look your cog connecteds, your hey poor players. Look at all those sites. You'll see one or two people that are writing literally all the content. Now, what if, dear listeners, we all came together those one or two writers created a website of our own fucking dominated that'd be crazy just industry. have the entire industry it would 100 percent never work because of egos you're 100 percent right yeah oh yeah Ego <laughs> oh yeah Someone's everyone like, would clash what? all I can't, the time yeah what i can't fucking get that review code fuck off i'll go yeah. somewhere else like oh it's it's 100 about egos oh all the egos all the different ideologies it would collapse I, within a month but it would I, be a dare you to invite someone into your website and try and tell them that their old PR count contacts to CC you in all future uh, uh, conversations. Oh, I dare you to ask yeah. a writer to do that because they will not. I'll tell you that because everyone is so self self-fulfilling. Um, when I started Noisy Pixel, I made it a thing because I knew how like chaotic it gets with PR people when they get other writers' contact uh, contacts. I just was like, I'm your main point of contact. If you need anything else, you can go to Bailey. If you need anything else beyond that, you can go to Mark. Like I lay it out for every new PR person just in case because lo and behold, they'll reach out to a little staff writer and say, hey, would you like to review this game? That person did Yes, I would like to. And then they start, yeah. they already yeah. redeemed it. And you're like, well, I can't explain to the person. They redeemed it without my knowledge because then I look like I don't know what I, I'm doing. I never even knew about that game. Yeah. Or worse, you get someone who's like selling codes or like, mm, oh, yeah. Been around the block there. Selling Tasted that forbidden fruit. They leave the site and they're still communicating on behalf of the site. 
there's oh, all these situations that happen there, all the time. There's there's so many like behind. There was an issue not too long ago about a um, guy using the website he was at to bring his girlfriend to like E3 or something. And honestly, like I remember it being such a huge deal back then. And he had to like say he's sorry. And they like threw him away from the site. But honestly, like. Like she because she received a press patch, but in my head, it's like, well, she probably helped. I mean, he still did the content content. Uh, Yeah, I just don't think that's something to like really grill someone on because one in this industry, when you're writing every day, every night, if you do have a significant other, you do stop. You you don't really have time for them. And it sucks because you're already you're always reviewing. And it looks like you're just like playing video games and like they'll tell their friends, oh, he's playing video games again. But really, you're working, you know, yeah. so and unless you've like done that, you can't explain. No, this is work video games. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Diff- I don't necessarily want to be doing this because who is going to believe that if they yeah. like don't? Yeah. Yeah, I don't want to be playing this game, but I am. It's kind of fun. Um, But yeah, you're absolutely right. So I could see how the allure of going to an out-of-town place, uh, getting a free press badge, and just having your significant other there while you go to your preview events and stuff. Yeah. A, it's like, oh, it's a reward for you putting up with it. B, it's like, oh, now you can get some perspective on what I do so that when I do it, you might go, oh, so this is like actually work. Yeah, it's. Yeah. I do think it's fine, and and maybe have her carry your backpack or or him, or him. have one of them. Or they, are they? Have anyone? Make anyone. them carry your stuff. Not that um, you can, because he goes forever. So. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. It doesn't work. Um, with that said, uh, let's get into the actual show because we do have to talk about our game of the year and your game of the year. So, uh, and your your is. The, the royal, uh, the the view, the viewers, the listeners who commented Beautiful. on our thing three weeks ago, I believe, on our po- thing. What's that thing in the sense where it goes? Do you know who killed Mr. Burns? And then it, it goes to like uh, <laughs> wake up and he's like, Ah, you know, I'm try now. <laughs> What's your game of the year? Oh, I, I don't um, know. I don't know. <laughs> so sh- should we start with ours or start with theirs? Start with theirs. Let's, uh, yeah, let's get okay. Let's, DC Fat Cat. Mm-hmm. Start, start with the, the, the man, the myth, the legend. Um, sorry. On a personal note, he says, everybody, one, two, switch brought me drunken, weed smoking, broken, emotionally. F- Oh, brought my drunken, weed-smoking, broken, emotionally family together that I cannot have done in the past. We were all up seeing my mother-in-law, and she had to go to the hospital. Wait, what? I took care of the kids. uh, I guess. (laughs) She did the quick draw too hard. Shoulder popped. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, I hope hope your mother-in-law is okay. She just danced too hard. You know, sometimes sometimes the draw is a little quick. Um, a little quick. It's too competitive. Couple drinks. <laughs> shoulders. Um. All right. So yes. Uh. One two. Everybody. One two. Switch got no love from Nintendo, but got some love from somebody. DC Fat Cat. DC Fat Cat. Um. 
He used Kong? to be someone else. I don't remember. Yeah. I think it was like Crab something. It was, I don't know. It's okay. We, You're DC fat guy now. You're DC. I don't know. I think he changed that because that's we kept like saying his name. <laughs> I'm hoping that's not the case. I don't know. <laughs> it's legally DC Fat Cat yeah, now. It's legally, my uh, name is DC Fat Cat. <laughs> uh, we have Com Dua FGC that says, uh, I finally beat Xenoblade Chronicles uh, DE uh, Definitive Edition this year. So I, so I guess that's got to be my top game. Um, but for actual t- 2023 games, uh, Street Fighter 6 and Mortal Kombat 1 are tied for first place. Uh, Street Fighter 6 won a few uh, spots That's in our staff um, games. Jahan made it his one first game. Uh, a little bit disappointed in Mortal Kombat 1, though. Me too. I would no say joke. Street Fighter 6 comes out on top for me in that. It, as as a as a as a fighting game, I don't know what it was, but it just didn't. Uh, um, I don't know. It just wasn't enough different from uh, yeah. eleven. Uh, yeah, it was like the Crips gone. It's like here's a gotcha system, and the online board game is just like the worst part of Smash Bros. Ultimate. Like the yeah. board. Ugh. I don't know. Characters are fun. I like Omni Man. That's a I, I, yeah, that's the thing about Mortal Kombat is that like, I can't deny that it's like a visually nice looking game, but and gory. I mean, that's I kind of like, like I like the go- I love the gore, but I think it's way less fun when they're going for photorealistic visuals. Then it's just like, oh, this is just like less like fun. This is just like online evil video. Like when, yeah, when it's sad. cartoony, it's like. A, the characters are more visually recognizable. And I saw the character select screen at first. I was like, I don't know who, ha-, like, I can't tell. Half these people just look like people. Like, mm. I, they don't look like, like the, yeah. the more stylized versions of like, I would say around 10 that stopped, started going away, but 10 still had stylization. But yeah, but when it's photoreal, it's like the blood's less fun because it's not as cartoony. So it just looks like weird kind of, it's like off-putting, but it's still cool. But I don't know. I wish they'd go back to a more colorful less realistic visuals just because i think it's more uh, they charming. never will they never, never will. will but i think it yeah. looks cooler but know. street fighter 6's character designs yeah pretty good think, honestly a bunch of the new characters i was like they're kind of boring looking but like at least they are distinct visually like i'm like wow yeah each i can tell from one look at each character i'm like this is their vibe this is what their their thing is that's i think that's i cool. honestly think tekken 8 has a chance to kind of just dominate for a while Possible. well automatically because it has that um the 3d uh the 3d aspect of the fighting it's yeah. already different than any fighter that's available you, we don't have a soul caliber to compare it to yeah, um, we don't have a bloody so, roar you know it's yeah. <laughs> we don't have what, what's that sega get is fighting cobras yeah we don't uh, have that yeah, or vir- virtual fighter or yeah, anything like fighter, yeah. um so that sucks but uh yeah, Street Fighter Six, great choice. Mortal Kombat One, pretty good choice. It's a very pretty game. Yeah. Um, Cano Sis Player fifty one fifty two says Tears of the Kingdom it lived up to the hype for him. Uh, Final Fantasy sixteen loved the music, story, and uh, the the dominant battles. Um, an interesting choice. Uh, Pikmin Four, charming and and best I one I yet. I wish I played Pikmin Four. I played it for an hour and I had a lot of fun. I just had to move on. I, I think I, 
I did I do agree that from what I played, it's like a, a very fun game. Yeah, uh, but all, all Pikmin, all Pikmin are like incredibly charming. It's um, like the Sleeper Nintendo series, where it's like it's not Mario, Zelda, Animal Crossing, it's, which is weird. Animal Crossing is like one of the biggest ones now, but it's not one of those like the big on all the. Mm. It's the one everyone plays. Even people who don't play games play it. Like, but it is, it's consistently good. It's consistently it seems to sell well, and it's always changing like each sequel feels iterative on the pre- previous one so i would call it the little nintendo's biggest sleeper thing that's doing really well i'm happy did you play uh tears of the kingdom i did i liked parts of it a lot i loved the building i loved running around and shit and i played breath of the wild at launch so it's been enough time that i was like yeah this is pretty much the same map but it's been so long for me and i never replayed it that i'm like it feels fresh enough to me but i completely understand anyone who's like this is I played this recently or I remember it better because as we've said before, we play a lot of games. So like you're yeah. constantly like your short term memory of games is constantly resetting and you're for, like forgetting stuff or overwriting it, it with. Stuff. Yeah. It's kind of interesting when you're, when you're talking to someone about a game that maybe you reviewed or even played and you kind of rely on them to bullet point, remind you of what you liked about the game. And you're yeah. like, Oh yeah, that's, that's what I really like. You're like shit i forgot about that that yeah, rocks i fucking yeah I, like it's been so long since breath of the wild like i played breath of the wild in my york university dorm in like 2017 oh shit where when yeah. i was what 21 yeah and now i'm 27 so <laughs> and i'm like i've been through like three houses since the not fire emblem three like, I'm literally <laughs> living spaces since then and like how many jobs now so like in addition to dozens of games so I'm like when I when I got to the map I was like I I honestly don't remember if this is different at all like yeah. if this is new or what like I have no clue so that helped and I I enjoyed I think the building was like flawlessly fun the building part I think there was a lot of like small stuff that kind of bugged me over time but I think overall it is an excellent game so yeah yeah I I didn't even I didn't even try I I played Breath of the Wild and wasn't, retirement game wasn't into it and uh, but you know well, what. A new direction i hope that like i know it is but i'm saying i hope they also do smaller like classic ones in between which yeah. i'm assuming they will because they just do one every seven years of zelda that's not gonna like fly like that link to the past one was kind of fun yeah that was delightful do do shit like uh I've, i own it and i haven't played it but like link between worlds where it's like link a smaller worlds, yeah. like 3ds game it's the classic system blah 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 do stuff like that in between and little remakes like link's awakening and i think people will be happy but yeah yeah I I it's it's interesting um they put out um kind of the Nintendo um financials and it seems like they're doing really well. Yeah. And I I I can only attribute it to be like they seem to release a game like every 2 months. Yeah. Like a first party game, but the quality behind those games is like no other publisher would <clears throat> go back and release super mario rpg i'm sorry yeah sony would never fucking do that sure, sony sure. hasn't even brought <clears throat> legend of Dragoon. yeah specific i mean they brought it to they they brought it to ps5 digitally or whatever but they they well, haven't spent that type of yeah they didn't do anything to it i think it was broken when they when they launched it <clears throat> such a stark difference yeah it's it's like nintendo is doing things 
on a budget and seeing an actual return. Sony is just pouring money into these huge yeah. things. And not only that, but to support these large budget titles, you're you're going to see a, a shift in the industry where they can somehow recuperate those funds, whether it be mm. through microtransactions, DLC, or getting you to buy the game again, they're going to find a way to to make their money back. Yeah, uh, that's true. And and that's and that's why we have all these live service games now because games are costing 200 300 million dollars to produce and sooner or later that's not that's not going to be uh sustainable yeah whether it crashes or something i don't know but it's not sustainable and they want to pay their developers living wages and that's also very difficult in the in the past like combined with the enormity of the budget yeah it's uh and then you have your marketing budget and then you have all oh, these other these other uh, ways that it's connected to um, the game's release. Uh, it's uh, all feels a little out of control. Yeah, I, I do. I do like some of the best games like, I mean, Zelda's Awakening on Game Boy or even like the Mario on Game Boy. The only reason why those games were ever like created, and this is like known history in, in gaming, but it's because a developer stayed after uh, mm. and started working on their own project. Like yeah. clearly a lot of like the best projects that we've seen were developed by or at least started off by a single developer working in their spare time, not getting paid for it. Passion, to, yeah. Today in a, in a big organization like like sony or or microsoft you will never hear a story like that mm-hmm. i don't think you'll hear because if someone came out and said oh yeah um i started working on this god of war spinoff in my free time and then uh sony uh decided to pick it up uh but the moment so, that they hey, that you oh what you were working on games unpaid why would you do you know it's like the the narrative kind of is kind of shifting away from anybody uh, pushing, pushing for that that creative itch to the to modern develop. Modern would be like, I got fired, so I have time to. I wanted to make a thing of this thing that I like, but since yeah. I got fired, uh, I had time to make an indie game that looks similar with the concept, but is legally distinct. Yeah, like that's like that's the more modern equivalent. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, that's what you like to hear, and. I think Ubisoft Montreal is one of those studios that sees a lot of like people go in. Yeah. Developers go in, they get their experience and then they go right out and start their own indie studio. But Canada is definitely a different beast in that they support stuff like that. And we're getting ahead of ourselves. We're introducing too many uh, facets into this conversation. I guess, I guess the bottom line is like uh, the industry's in a weird place right now. It is. I hope we find a good way forward, but last year was rough. So. Last year was rough. So I when I, when I say that I'm happy that Spencer and I are in a good spot, yeah. I, I am definitely very happy. Um, so moving on, uh, Nan, Nanora says my first dragon quest was eight. I bought it for final fantasy. I bought it with the, Oh, they didn't say oh, anything. For the 12 demo? Oh yes, 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 yes. Yeah. I the remember that demo. I came with the 12 demo. Uh, final fantasy or sorry, dragon quest eight is excellent. 
It's one of my favorite Dragon games Quest, ever. Dragon Warrior Eight. It was Dragon. It was. When did they become Quest Nine? Like DS kind of era, like <sighs> Monsters Joker. I think some somewhere around there. I didn't know that the we we got a few um we got a few monsters titles that I didn't even know that were localized. I was looking into the series and uh, there's a there's a couple entries that I didn't even know where it came west. So I I wanted to dive deeper into that. I did I did end up buying the new one too. So it's so fun. I wish it had better. Yeah, that's like that's like that's like my criticism because everything about that game is addictive. Like it is, you get the cycle of just like making new stuff. Nothing holds you back. You're yeah. never. It's not like a. It's it, it's you're always progressing and you're always getting better. And I just love those games. I I I'm I'm at the point where with with games like this, I I don't like roadblocks. You know, I just yeah. like the the. the I know what I want to do. Let yeah. me do it. Let me do it. Let me do it. Um, so uh, Nursia says, Potionomics, very charming characters. Game is a tad too easy and random, but makes me excited for a follow-up. Potionomics, I believe, is published by Exceed. Um, but uh, yeah, Exceed published it. Uh, for hmm. um, It's developed by uh, Vrocious Games. I think they're like an animator group. And... Yeah, it's like a shop running uh, RPG. Sadly, yeah. we didn't review it on the site. And I, I, whenever this game is brought up, I always like kind of get bummed out. Uh, yeah, I, would... I, I didn't even know this existed. Yeah, it, it's a fun, it's a fun game, or it's a l- fun looking game, and I, it's just one of those that I that come up a lot more than you would expect. Yeah. Um, I forgot I put says, a lamp back here, so now that when I have the white dock open, I look really white, and I'm like, oh wait. I can just do that, and I like look normal the, now the, instead of the, the lamp was such a good move. Yeah, like that's that's without the white dock. <laughs> that's so much nice. There's a lamp behind my monitor. Ah, oh, wonderful, easy. Um, and then Narcia says World of Warcraft season of discovery. I have no idea what that is. That is brother, but, but I'm jealous. I, I'm you know, the only Warcraft that I really invested myself into was three, and no one talks about that anymore. I've never played a damn one of them. Yeah, it was like we would go to like these those those PC arcade or PC like uh, cafes, and we'd play Warcraft Three and Counter Strike uh, LAN, and That's it was fun. Ass. And then My, uh, Sand, Sandstorm was playing on constant loop. <laughs> My uh, my friend's brother would play World of Warcraft while I was at his house, and I would. We would he would go to the bathroom and whenever he did we would go on chat and say evil things and get him kicked. <laughs> so that's my experience with anything Warcraft. Really. Yeah, it's just that. Um, <laughs> dead and alive ninety one sixty six says Wo Long Final Fallen Destiny. I heard uh, about that. Yeah, one. I reviewed it and hell yeah, I you know I'm putting on a top five and I really struggled not putting Wo Long on. Uh, because it was one of those games that not only did I play through single player, but after it came out, I played through with a friend and like I do. It's a game that makes you feel so badass. Like mm. I know, I know Dark Souls and Neo and all those games are like for that, but it does. It takes it. It. Uh, yeah. What what Dead and Alive says it's it's got problems and it's not as great as Neo Two, but I still love the combat. Same, it is not good as Neo Two, but I don't play the Neo games. 
but the action systems oh so satisfying the 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 mission structure the bosses fuck like so satisfying um hi-fi rush it's an it's excellent in every aspect but it's not number one because i didn't like the mandatory parry sections i haven't played i've only played a few hours of it but i really liked it from what i played oh dude what the problem with that game is like once you do play it it's like one of those games again that doesn't hold you back so there's no natural stopping point you just want to keep playing that makes sense yeah yeah there's no like oh i could stop here for a little bit and and play something else no because you want to to continue it it's like a like a 3d platform like a ratchet and clank you know like just you never want to like i just keep going going and going you never want to stop playing anymore and you got a war needs to get done it's the Um, worst world and uh final fantasy 16 which is on my list loved loved the game Um, i liked it you know you know i it's weird i have a lot to say about final fantasy 16 and maybe we should hold it off for like an actual so, episode on Final maybe, Fantasy 16. I don't even really, still like six months later, I still don't even know where I 100% stand on it. Yeah. Yeah. I would, I would love to discuss be that game with you because from a, from a narrative standpoint, I, I loved it. Mm-hmm. But, um, I do think that it retains too much, too much MMO s- systems. Mm-hmm. And, and that's why in my head, I like what Yoshi P did with the game um, and the series, but for the next entry, I do hope someone else kind of takes over. Yeah. Fresh new voices, fresh new voices, a new look at, at final fantasy and he's thriving with 14. Um, keep thriving with 14. You know, but the thing is about me is like, I liked all final fantasies. Like I liked yeah. 15, you know, there's not, I, I don't hate any, I don't, I don't hate, hate any. any. Even 16, where I'm not sure how I feel, but I minimum I like it. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I love 15. I I know that it's not like base game is not really finished, and it has all sorts of. But I love 15 so much. Yeah. I th- you know sometimes sometimes when I'm high, I'll yeah. like have like these like thoughts about Noctis and and the group like yeah. eating dinner and stuff, and like I'll just remember those scenes and I'll I'll, I'll I come to tears a little bit. Yeah, you like the last campfire before the because ending. if. The- yeah, if if uh, if they were trying to uh, convey what it's like to be a group of dudes on a just together, like it's perfect, it's perfect man. Yeah. That's that's how like it's the peak male friendship yeah, game. Yeah. Um, okay. So next up, we got Justin Anime, um, our Justin favorite, anime. iconic legend, iconic, uh, wanted dead. It's a game by. Did you ever play Wanted Dead? No, I'm looking up. I think the developers of Ninja Gaiden worked on it. Anyway, it wasn't received very well, but I agree that it it was it was just a fun, stupid action game, and that's what they wanted to do, and they did it, and they did yeah. it with class, and they did it. Uh, I don't know. I feel like on the on the surface, like Metal Gear Two kind of a silly game like if you if you just pay attention to all the silliness that they do and i think wanted dead in capital uh capitalized on that like we're gonna have this serious uh skin of a game but the the, the yeah it's it's goofy i'll check it's, it out it's overly gory uh there's yeah. a lot of like funny jokes and i don't know that sounds interesting but, i'll check it 
let's see what Justin Anime has to say about it. Um, Wanted Dead is almost universally hated, but the cast is fun and has heart. The gameplay is almost puzzle-like in its execution, and the story means more if you take the time to explore the base after each mission. I really loved it, and I'm sad I may never get to see more. Um, you might because that publisher is, uh, I believe they're Chinese and they got that money. Uh, there's like Canada. I think there's a lot of support for developers in China. Yeah. Um, yeah. That's something Canada's good at is yeah. supporting the arts. Oh, their, their, their government just gives, yeah. gives we any, any, any develop software, um, yeah. tons of, tons of support. Um, S. Hyde said, didn't play many games that released this year, but mine would be Tears of the Kingdom, because they're a basic bitch, they say. Yeah. Uh, it was it was much better than I expected when in thinking just more Breath of the Wild, but despite that, I ended up being enthralled by the world all over again. Final Fantasy 16, flawed, but, with, but has some high narrative points, much better yeah. than the sum of its parts, I guess, despite an awful translation. Eh, I could see. The, the pro- I don't think the translation was awful. I think it was written first in English yeah. and translated to Japanese. Japanese. That's what the voice acting was too. It was originally yeah. English, wasn't it? Yeah. yeah, I think even in Japan, there's no That's dubs. Weird. There's no dubs. That's strange. Yeah. They That's said it's because odd. they used mocap. Oh, yeah. Mocap's really big now. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I think... Uh, I, I think, think I, I was talking to Bailey the other day about it, and I think they shouldn't have put so much budget into the audio, and it's like because everything is voiced, but you end up skipping so much of yeah, that. Yeah, like I'll have a side quest and shit. I'm like, I don't, I just want to. I don't fucking let's, care. Let's go. Yeah, <laughs> I'm sure um, you performed this one really well, and I'm sorry, but I I got a I got four more games this month. <laughs> we got um. They also say uh, Mario RPG Wonder um. Oh, I wish I played Wonder. I don't I even know what Wonder is. Mario Wonder. Oh, yeah. I, oh, my it. God. That's one of those games I put on and I couldn't put down for the diet. It set me back pretty far. This like, is awesome. It, I never picked it up. I got to get to it. Um, Star Ocean 2, three-way tie for those three games. Um, mm-hmm. I agree. Um, Mike Methote. 256 says the Byton Kaidos remaster, although it would have been a hundred times better if they kept the English voices and Star Ocean 2 remake was also an incredible game. I agree. Byton Kaidos remaster. That was a, that was a fun release. I, I, those games, I imported it from uh play Asia, but, um, yeah, remasters yeah. the way to play it now. Is that the ideal way? Yes. If you're, if you're going to play it, um, yeah. but like, like, uh, Mike said, they did remove the English voices, but, hmm. There's the argument that they were really bad. I yeah, I can li- like I if I don't have any nostalgia for it, the English that like that's fine. <laughs> um Lozy says um nothing this Lozy. year nothing this year because obviously when I buy something it has to be good, a good deal. Ah, okay. Um That's fair. Games are expensive. So um Final Fantasy seven uh remastered integrate ah it, oh ri i was oh, like, yeah. Remake, yeah yeah remake integrate sorry uh yeah uh god that ending that ending of that ending of integrate was yeah. so freaking good the second that they showed up i was like oh we're doing third 
Uh-huh. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> yeah. I was getting like my friend was watching me play and they didn't know who they were. They were like, who is I was like, that's from the PS2 shooter sequel. That's really that's really interesting. I kind of suspect I was like, you know, they reference Advent Children in the main game, so I was like, okay. The compilation thing, I guess. But then uh yeah, then that happened and I was like, Oh, this is gonna be weird. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> They're, they're, I feel like they're making things more difficult for them, but we'll find out. The game is so close. The if this um, game treats it. all the other games canon, where the fuck Cisne? Yeah, give us Cisne, bring me? her back. <clears throat> she she became the love of my life, and yeah. uh, and you guys threw her away. And you threw her away. It's fucked. That's up. not fair. It's uh, and fire mm-hmm. uh, says Octopath Traveler two. Fuck yes. I didn't play that. I'll tell, you, I'll tell you, dude, it is rare. It is rare for me to beat these 100-hour RPGs. And, yeah. and I remember it was like maybe five days until Embargo for Octopath Traveler 2, and I looked at my playtime, and it was like 96 hours. And I thought to myself, how? Yeah. And there were several nights when I was playing where I saw the sunrise and no other game has done that to me for quite a long time. Um, yeah. But Octopath Traveler 2 did that. There's two extremes when you're a game reviewer and that's you right before embargo, you're like, I put 80 hours to this. How did I do that? And there's, I feel like I'm playing this for three weeks and I have 14 hours in it. What the fuck is happening? Yeah. Like, those yeah. are the two extremes. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah. I, I'm right there with you. Um, mm-hmm. Octopath Traveler 2 is Oh, there's this there's this moment where you get the fucking ship too, and you you build it, and oh, it's so good. I love this... the HD two D style though. So one day I'll play them. Uh, did you play Star Ocean? Where's Dragon Quest Three? No, I've never played a Star Ocean ever. I don't think. Oh, oh wait, no, I played one. I played the one two years ago, one year ago. Divine Force, the recent oh, one. <laughs> one of the most hated ones. Was it? I had. A good, I was like, maybe it's because I've never played a Star Ocean ever. I was like, oh, this is fun. Uh, was it Divine Force or it's like the maybe it wasn't Divine Force? No, it wasn't Divine Force. It was like Faith and Faithlessness. Oh, Faith and yeah, that one was like yeah, Divine Force. People like Divine Force. Yeah, Divine Force was last year. Oh, that was the one where the guy flew around and everything. And yeah, yeah, he's a big blonde man. Yeah, I never liked his design. Because yeah, because I played it and I was I'd never played Star Wars and I was like, all these characters look like they came from the the fucking labyrinth of Dark Crystal. They all look like (laughs) Henson people. It's really interesting. <laughs> uh, um, Should I start with one if I play Star Ocean? Isn't the one remake good or the R or whatever? I think I have that. Yeah, that one's good. Departure, um, but it is it is a it does retain a lot of like the um, the classic gameplay elements. Uh, two definitely. Um, that was this year, right? The two remake. Yeah, you can play either one of those first. Um, okay. Yeah, I think nope. you're good. Um, career. Kirill Neko says best game, best games, Hogwarts Legacy, Final Fantasy 16, and Persona Tactica. It's first Persona Tactica. Pretty wide so. swath of games. Yeah. That's like I, three very different. Very yeah. different. <laughs> very different games. I mean, they're all kind of like role-playing elements, I guess. So, yeah. Those are all good games. Oh, I mean, they also said Tactica, but. They also said finally getting back to the my backlog, Tales of Zelia 2 and the Terminator game. <laughs> Is that the one by the RoboCop people? Yeah. The RoboCop game fucking rocks. So I will yeah. definitely play the Terminator game one day. 
I plotted Zelda. Tales of Zelda Two is one of my favorite games of all time. I I know it's not as good as Zelda, but um, one day I we'll just I love those characters. One day. Um, Aaron sixty four ninety three says Hogwarts Legacy, Fate Samurai Remnant, and Star Ocean Two R. Um, yeah, uh, you know Hogwarts Legacy again, a game I played for like 50, 60 hours, I believe, and uh, it was fun. Mm-hmm. Fun game, but I don't remember. I don't remember my experience with the game. Like, I actually have to think about it. Yeah, that that game one came out this year too. Year, it was yeah. a lot of stuff came out and a lot happened in the real world, and it was a long year. Um, yeah, but yeah, great games. Um, yeah. uh, Garano knows says, uh, Blasphemous 2. Everyone seems to really like that game. I've heard of it. Um, he Hiat, Sobo says, uh, Armored Core 6, Pikmin 4, and Blasphemous 2. I gotta play Armored oh. Core, I own it, I have it. Uh, our our dude Brian says Alan Wake too. You know what, Brian? I'm with you. Yeah, I'm with you. you. Did you play it through it? I finished it like four days ago and 100 percent of it. And uh, oh, I started the Alan Wake remaster. A little section. Oh, I love. You know what? I like the first Alan. It has. It's definitely like a 360 game, 100. percent But I think that the first Alan Wake is really interesting and really cool and then you know remedy just remedy is just interesting everything they do i'm like this is weird i like it i'll try it so you know i respect sam lake and the crew mm-hmm. all their weird ideas i respect the strangeness we'll get mm-hmm. into that yeah <laughs> uh chris mean dio says hogwarts legacy again great 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 game great time sync um experience share video games says Baldur's Gate 3 and Armored Core 6. But for Baldur's Gate 3, since we haven't had another uh, another one since in this list, um, I'll read. Uh, they said, uh, looked better than any other game this year. Voice acted better than any other game this year. Best writing of any game this year. More freedom and player agency than any game this year. Better romance options. Hours, though. I don't know if I got that in me. I don't either, man. I wish I was nerdier, you know. That's the other thing is I'm not a huge D and D kind of guy. I've played it a couple times with people, but you know what really... I hate. What? And you know what? I'll get on my fucking soapbox right now, Spencer. Oh, we got an Azario tangent coming. Here it comes. Here it uh, comes. It's been weeks. It. You know what really grinds my gears? Grinds my gears. I'm Azario Lopez. He's what grinds my gears. <laughs> You know what really grinds my gears? It's when Western media places, your Kotaku's, your uh, your polygons, they'll they'll just they'll suck the tit of these Western RPGs, where they'll put out videos of like, um, listen to this uh, ball slap, and like they'll like show a video on their Twitters of like a character moving, and like you hear their balls slapping on. Yeah, so that's in Baldur's Gate three. It's a feature in there because they're naked but they're they're celebrating it and the fact that they celebrate the 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 constant celebration of having sex with bears and and having sex with like the first character you interact with and and all this stuff cool i get it but the moment you throw an anime girl in there it's like oh no 
Yeah, oh no, yeah. these are these creepy yeah. anime lovers. Well, I'll call you a fucking creep for wanting to have it sex a with a bear. Yeah. You know, it's like it's like don't open don't open that door. And and you, you know what? There, but if you want to fuck to be you're going to hell. You're, go, you're going to hell. Yeah. Uh, it's the thing about western media outlets too is the moment you call them out you're automatically uh, a loud un, a, uh, yeah. uh, 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 nerd that that can't be reasoned with. You turn yeah. you, the if you just ask a if you just Western say something, it's very hostile on yeah. all sides. It's yeah. very everything's very divisive and hostile. It's I, a lot. I really attempt to see the 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 various sides of any arguments. Yeah. Guys, I play I play Call of Duty. I play all these. I play Western games. I'm there with with everybody on normie shit but but try and try and stay uh on uh, i don't know i it, it makes sense now why uh Jap japanese developers are like i don't like the name jrpg and a lot has yeah, to do with like this i get that it kind of others it yeah i understand yeah. and that's gotta suck i mean that's a weird thing like i see every day i see people fighting like well, Western media has always been really racist towards the RPG. So all the Western gamers, I'm like, whoa, okay. <laughs> I am not, like, yeah, yeah. Fucking JRPG people, we've been made fun of for liking JRPGs forever. <laughs> what do you mean we're all being bad? That's you guys, okay? Because <laughs> I was playing Kingdom Hearts and yeah. Dragon Quest and Final Fantasy, and everybody was saying that was lame and stupid. And I, I was just like, I don't care where it's from. It's cool. And then, yeah. So now I, you're not labeling me the bad guy in that situation. <laughs> it's, I don't know. It sucks. But uh, everyone's painting with wide brushes these days. Yeah. Wide swaths. And uh, it's it's a lot. It's a, uh, I think the best way to play it to, it's unfortunate, but I think that the best way to engage with video games is just look up things that you think look cool trailers maybe the occasional positive feature that's you can be like oh this person clearly likes this thing i want to see why and uh never engage with anyone else who likes it unless you already know them as a person yeah never post yeah. about it publicly and it, that's the, really the at most tweet like i like this thing about this game and then don't look at your twitter for a week for a week just walk away we're in a good place we're in a good yeah. place media that's, good. <laughs> that's healthy that's good um yeah. Well, now now let's go on to you. What is your yeah. game of the year? Uh, yeah. So for most of the year, it was Resident Evil Four because I was like, I was at the camp. Oh, Resident Evil Four doesn't need to be remade. It fucking rocks, and it, it does still. And this doesn't replace it at all. Resident mm -hmm. Evil Four, the original, is a great, faster paced, goofy arcade game. While Resident Evil Four, the new one, is a great, slower paced, scarier Resident Evil remake kind of game. And they both exist parallel and i couldn't be happier about that that's the best case scenario to me i do think it retains its arcadey nature at the, the last mission yeah i think, I think towards that, the end it does yeah it kind of flips that switch you're like oh this is resident evil 4 i remember yeah because at the beginning <laughs> i was approaching it like it was the original resident evil 4 and i kept dying in the village and i was like oh, i yeah. didn't die once in the village no in the original so this is like this is you're, fucking wrinkling you're my play, brain. Yeah, you're playing a game right now. Yeah. So once I got <laughs> back, like once I kind of like slowed down and I got into the flow, I was like, I have to play Resident Evil 4 like it's not Resident Evil 4, which sounds silly, but that is true. I was like, oh, this fucking rocks. This is exactly mm -hmm. what I, I wanted to do. So that was mm -hmm. that was one. But I think my overall game 
I think it really is Alan Wake 2 because uh, at first with Alan Wake 2, I started playing it. I was having all sorts of technical issues on PlayStation, like falling through walls and shit. And I was like, this is kind of frustrating. And then it got patched and blah, blah, blah. And then the deeper I got into the game, the more I was like, I don't know. It was like, it was, I was like enveloped by it. It was so fun. And it, cause I like, like I mentioned before, I like the first one. I like control. I like, uh, Max Payne. Well, like I like remedy. They do cool stuff. Um, and I love, you like David quantum Lynch. break. I never played that. That's the only one I haven't played. Cause I didn't have an Xbox missing out. I gotta get to that. Um, but I love David Lynch and I love twin peaks. One of my favorite things in the world. Yeah. So I was like, Helm Wake 2 is probably, but it's been a year of like Final Fantasy 16. I was super excited and then I was kind of let down. Spider-Man 2, I was super excited and I was a little let down. So I was like, I'm just going to approach Alan Wake 2 like it's like a fun little thing. And then I was, as I, maybe I should just approach all games like that from now on. But as I went through it, I was, I kept being pleasantly surprised over it. I was like, wow, this is really subversive. This is really weird. This is really interesting. Um, and it really, like by the end, I was like, wow. You know, even if like things happen, I didn't understand on first glance. Maybe this is again my, I like David Lynch brain, so I, I'm used to being like, this doesn't have to make sense to me right now, as long as it makes sense to me emotionally. Because I think Remedy understands a lot of David Lynch and Twin Peaks homages. They just go for like weird and like cherry pie and like, mm-hmm. and that's fun. But Talking a lot backwards. of things don't understand that. Like David Lynch has a very surreal aspect of like his movies and shows are to me, they're like dreams where they don't necessarily make logical, consistent sense, but they make sense to your emotions. They make emotional the, sense. Uh, the Nicholas cage one where he's like, this is my oh, leather yeah. jacket. Yeah, exactly. Like there's so many moments where you're like, this is weird. This is fucking strange. But like you get it emotionally. And that's, I think Alan Wake two is like one of the only things that is twin peaks esque that understood that Lynch thing where again, I don't, I probably missed some stuff in the game and like, didn't understand everything completely. But in the end I was like, that was a completely satisfying experience. I feel emotionally fulfilled and I feel like I got everything that I needed to. And if I want to get more, like I can look deeper into like the manuscripts and blah, blah, blah. But I think it was an excellent um, adaptation of that sense of surrealism and while still being very fun and interesting. So that is probably at the top. I liked a lot of like Resident Evil 4. I love Pizza Tower. Incredible Wario Land-esque game. I loved Robocop. That was a huge surprise. Oh, very. I was yeah. like, this is probably going to be just like fun, but buggy or whatever. But it was just like the whole time. I was yeah. like, they, they get Robocop. This is exactly, yeah. this is the only thing I want from a Robocop game was like blasting heads off ridiculously of like evil people. And cool like stupid goofy one-liners that rock and the theme playing occasionally and uh, like over the top paul verhoven like capitalist wasteland of, of a setting where it's not trying to be subtle or so it's completely stupid and like over the top because that's why i love about robocom yeah, like- i kept thinking when i was playing it i kept thinking about that video i sent you that was like uh robo need cookie it's yeah like- yeah robo one oreo like, i don't know what the fuck he's saying i never said that was, oh man but yeah so i would say those are and dragon quest like i said you know if it didn't for some reason not run well on a switch despite it looking very simple mm-hmm. visually and not I mean, really Pokemon can't that, even but, run well on switch so yeah that's fair um i, I would say those are my big ones are uh probably i'll make two at the top and then 
uh, Resident Evil 4, Pizza Tower, RoboCop, and uh, and uh, Dragon Quest and Like a Dragon Gaiden or Ishin. Both of those yeah. I, I were equally excellent. Ishin is a little more dated because obviously it's, it's old. Yeah, an older game. But Gaiden I love this. Really, Gaiden really up to the uh, excitement for yeah. Infinite Wealth. So close to the end of the year. Interesting release. And it was, uh, it, they did that game so smart because they were like. Here's a new Kiri adventure, blah, blah, blah. And it's during Yakuza 7, like a dragon's... Fuck, I don't... It's during 7. Did you <laughs> so, cry? Yeah, it's... Uh, I didn't cry, but I was... I felt it. I was like, damn, this is yeah. a man's spirit. Yeah. Which is like the most Kiryu thing in the world. But I was like, okay, yeah. I didn't fully remember what was happening in Yakuza 7 because it's been like, what, two years? Mm. So having it take place during that with like little scenes of, I was like, Oh, I remember that. I remember that. So going into infinite wealth, I have a refreshed memory of seven, but I didn't have to replay seven. I, uh, I just played a cool new side adventure and I, uh, feel completely ready for infinite wealth, but those are mine. Um, I will agree that, um, resident evil four is mm-hmm. definitely on, uh, my list. Uh, along with Dead Space, I believe those two oh, games yeah. this really this year um, are probably perfect. Yeah. I, I, I even even now I can't think of anything particularly wrong with either of those games. Um, you can say I, I mean, you can dig up something about it, but fuck, they're both so brilliant. Yeah. Um, this is a good uh, year for no, definitely. Uh, and so, uh, but, but like, I would, I would call those like honorable mentions, my personal games of the year, uh, Octopath Traveler two, for sure. Mm-hmm. Um, it's, it's, it's a game that took me, that showed me that I'm still able to, um, get through these lengthy RPGs. And that's something that I really look for when I'm playing games as an adult. We're like 35 year olds who are like. I can still play football with the boys on Friday. Exactly. Like, I can still play an RPG. I'm, exactly. I can still play a long game. <laughs> it's, it's yeah, you know what rolls. though? But I have the mental capacity to also understand some of the nuances of these stories. And mm-hmm. I'll tell you that the writing, the writing is like so good. Mm-hmm. And it pains me on some levels that like Starfield got such a bad response because I will say that regardless of what you think about those quote unquote bad games, sometimes the writing is worth it, you know, mm. to, to look past the quirks of uh, the gameplay systems, just to experience a narrative that you won't get anywhere else. Mm-hmm. And um, I think, I think a game like Starfield is a good representation of that is like, yeah, there's, there's, there's things that could be said about, about the the presentation and and the uh, and what was promised and what you got but i'll say the writing is like really good something like redfall though you can avoid mm-hmm. you can avoid so much because the writing sucks the gameplay sucks everything sucks about that game so pick and choose which sometimes games are rated lower for their gameplay but sometimes the narratives are what you really go in uh to to experience um but Starfield is not one of my game of the years. I'll say, uh, Tevi, the the Metroidvania um, from uh, Cree Spirit. Um, I I loved that game. Um, it's like a bullet hell Metroidvania. Um, 
I just like Toho games as well. So anything bullet holes kind of already a game that I would say is um, mine. And you throw in like cute bunny girls and I'm, I'm there pretty much. Um, but my game of the year, well, Final Fantasy 16 is not my game of the year, but Final Fantasy 16 is up there as like a, a game that I have a lot of yeah. respect for from the, from the year. Um, it wasn't exactly what I needed, but it, it, it emotionally moved me. And that's, and that's again, something I look for. Yeah. Even In, if like, I don't know where I'm at with the game. I love Clive. Clive's great. Yeah, Clive's I great. can't, I hope they make another Dissidia and I hope he's in it. Like yeah. Immediately, oh, yeah. I yeah. He was to be such a good character. There's a there's yeah. a few characters that would make good additions to Dissidia. Cloud and Noctis and even Benedicta. Oh man, I hope she she ah uh, she is such a great character. That was a uh, that was very surprising to me when I turned. It was just blatant like fucking in Final Fantasy. I was like, got a little hey. hard. Mm. I was that was the that was near the appendix, so I was uh, not. Ah, uh, but uh, I was I was just like, damn, this, <laughs> this didn't happen on PS One. What the hell is happening? You like you always there was always like the idea of like a nude code in Mortal Kombat, and yeah. everyone was like lying Tomb about Raider shit. Nude code. Um, yeah. Tomb Raider nude code. Was I was like at the age where when I was going around, I was like, why would I want to see that? Yeah, <laughs> I just want to play cool video games, dude. Uh, but my game of the year, Armored yeah. Core Six. Nice, yeah, that makes sense. You would do like occasionally just DM me, and be like, "This part of Armored Core fucking rocks." <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I, I, like, I, yeah, I was like, "Oh, Zara's really liking it." <laughs> I remember one boss, one particular boss took me like seven hours to beat, and this is the me. first one. No, it's like everyone said. One. Like the first one's really hard. It's like I beat. I was the, at the at the press event. I was the first press person to beat that Hell boss, yeah. Yeah. and I was like, "Oh yeah, I'm done. Whatever." Um, you that animated, boss, you were like, yeah. "Yeah, I did." Kind of like, I got. I like rallied like the devs behind me because I was being <laughs> a little. I was being a little expressive, like "fuck shit," so close, you know. <laughs> um, so they were kind of watching me. Um, since this is going out tomorrow, I'll say a similar experience was at the like a uh, dragon infinite wealth event mm-hmm. where the producer was standing behind me and Mark while I was doing the dating mini game. And he was watching me as I answered the questions and Mark and I were just laughing and just having a good time, ended up getting catfished. But I, I believe that his, him experiencing press people, our media, at least doing that was like a really nice uh, memory for him uh, yeah. because usually at press events media people are kind of boring they they kind of just play the game and and um act uh which i get like yeah they're a little jaded yeah. they, they wait for the food to come out or the free you know it's yeah. it's some some events are like not that. every event you go to and it's your full-time thing is going to be your favorite game or anything yeah but yeah at the same time, you're it's tired because like, yeah. you just got off a plane and that too yeah um, but yeah, Armored Core 6, uh, such an amazing and brilliant action game that I could not put down uh, for a second. Hell yeah. and I, I'm excited for whatever they do with that game in the future or that series. I am, I'm on board. Hmm. That's it. Hell yeah. I'll make sure to play it at some point. So we'll, we'll keep this under an hour, guys. Thank you so much for uh, a wonderful new year of mm-hmm. unqualified game chat. We'll continue to to make these and uh, 
yeah, continue to comment and hang out. We're we're very excited about this yeah. year. We can't hope to, or we can't wait to uh, deliver more episodes. Absolutely. See ya. Bye, everybody. Noisy pixel.